The Very Serious Crafts Podcast is on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash seriouscrafts to support our podcast, find out about our Patreon half-stitched episodes, and more. Hello and welcome to Season 4, Episode 19 of the Very Serious Crafts Podcast. I'm Molly from Wild Olive. I'm Katie Greenbean. And I'm Haley from Red Handled Scissors and the Bones and Bobbins Podcast. Today, we'll be talking about making things from clay. Yeah. It's true. It'd be good. <laughs> yeah, I, I have um, only some very specific experiences with any variety of sculpting so we shall we shall navigate those waters something to look forward to yes Yes. (laughs) but before we jump into talking we want to give a shout out to our serious friend our new serious friend of the very serious crafts podcast who is now supporting us at patreon.com slash serious crafts Many thanks to Meredith. Hi, Meredith. Thank you. Thank you, Meredith. Yes, as are all of our other very serious friends. So thanks, everyone. Yeah, we appreciate you. It's true. Uh, Yeah, so, all right. Hi. Are we? Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, it's been a week. Yes. Um, Can I tell you about why it's been a week? Maybe that will help launch us into the episode. Give the update. I think think that's a good place to start. Yes. So if you happen to follow me, and by me, this is Haley, on social media, you may have noticed the one, maybe two public posts that I have made in the past week have been about my cat, Mr. Big Stuff, who, because I am... In the process of finishing up writing a cross-stitch book, was exposed to the existence of embroidery floss. And then he um, ate some, like spaghetti, even though I was right there and I couldn't get to him fast enough. And so we, we spent a good amount of time uh at the vet and he had emergency surgery and is now recovering in a pile of blankets on my bed as we speak but it was absolutely terrifying yeah i would mr big stuff i would say having um having experienced this from hundreds of miles away (laughs) i was terrified so you were experiencing it largely in real time yes (laughs) yes so um i i can't even imagine the what you were dealing with in that and um it it was awful yeah 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 we are so thankful he is recovering well yeah Yes, so uh, let this be maybe a little public service announcement. Um, I I have personally historically been extremely careful with embroidery floss because I know it can be really dangerous. And I walked six feet away and he was sleeping when I walked there. He was in eye line and 
by the time I could get back to him when he woke up and was like, oh my goodness, so much embroidery floss. It was already over. And like I could see him. I was just grabbing floss conditioner from my desk, like six feet away from the couch where he was. So like this isn't like even if you consider yourself very careful and I do, it can happen because cats are cats and mm-hmm. dogs are dogs and like animals just do really dumb things sometimes. Yes. And I and and there's I don't know. It, it's You can be as cautious as you want to be, and I suggest being very cautious, and these things can still happen. So if you think that maybe it's happened, um, it's possible that I guess some of our listeners who may be newer to sewing or embroidery might not know this, but you might think that swallowing a string will just kind of be funny coming out the other end. And it... Might be, but that's best case scenario. Yeah. Um, yeah. If it could be so much worse. Yeah, and it was going to be worse for Mr. Big Stuff. Yeah. And we were lucky in that I knew that it happened immediately. We went to the emergency vet and, like, we spent three days doing the emergency vet hospitalization emergency surgery dance. And the reason that that is the case is because thread especially can wrap around the internal organs of a cat. And like, if you've ever like had your eyebrows threaded or something like that, you know, that that can be extremely, extremely grippy. And, I mean, to not sugarcoat it, it can cut their internal organs in half. It can shred them. Yeah. Um, And that is not a thing. Like, that is orders of magnitude more dangerous than the emergency surgery that Mr. Big Stuff had to have. I mean, that's something that you maybe don't recover from. Yeah. So just let this be a PSA from my terrible week to maybe avoiding one for you. Yeah. Um, please, if you think that your pet has eaten yarn, thread, embroidery floss, anything like that, ribbon, please don't just assume that it's going to be fine. Don't wait. Go to the vet immediately. And it's possible that you won't have to go through what I did if you can do it fast enough. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's, that's my, my very serious, um, my, my fireside chat. I don't know <laughs> if you've both been able to hear Jack has been singing along as though he is yeah. empathizing with Mr. Big Stuff oh, through this story. I have, I have heard it and I have been trying to keep it together over here because obviously <laughs> this is very serious and also Jack was like fully into it. Yeah. He, is, he I has been going for it. I didn't hear Jack at 
all because I was trying not to cry about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, Jack oh, was like empathizing thanks, and also like saying like, yes, please take this seriously on behalf of yep. the dogs in the community. Thank yep. you. Oh, thank you, Jack. I appreciate it. All right. So we've gotten our warning in. Jack has received some attention. Uh, mm-hmm. Should we should we talk about sculpting? Let's. Uh-huh. All right. Yay. Okay, uh, this yeah. was Katie's brilliant suggestion. So, Katie, you get to launch yes. us. If you launch want us. If you don't want I mean, to, you don't have to. <laughs> I mean, I I guess sculpting was the first craft I really remember getting into and getting really excited about. Um and I think it was it was kind of through colors more than anything else. We had um it's not something any US listeners will remember, but any British listeners might remember the Argos catalogue, which when you were a kid, you would like look through it leading up to Christmas and be like, Mom, Dad, I want these 15,000 really expensive things that I can't have. But I... <laughs> Wait, what is the catalogue? Um, Argos. It's a, it's a weird shop that it, I don't even know how to explain it. Like the the shop doesn't have any products on the shelves, so it's oh. like you have to know your catalog number and you go in and you tap your catalog number into the computer and then they will bring your product from the stock room. So wow! It's, so it's like IKEA. <laughs> yeah, but there's no showroom. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah, like, like IKEA, but without the good-looking front bit. The good-looking front bit is just in catalog. Oh, hey, form. it still exists. Yeah, oh, yeah, it still exists right now. It still exists. And it's a funny like, old place. Two-headed dog skeletons. Yeah. Um, have you got some targeted advertising going on on your <laughs> computer, Haley? Yes. Well, it's also, we are literally recording this on Halloween day. Yes. So that, that one came oh, up on too. my homepage too. So there you go. Okay, good. Then it's not just me. But it's also um, But also it would be me. There's also glittered dinosaurs. So they could be yep. targeting you just the same. So yeah, here we go. So they had everything. Ooh. They had like bikes and jewelry and tents and furniture. Large kitchen appliances. But obviously wow. the only interesting section of the catalog to me as a child was the toy section yeah oh, okay this is like the, the sears, sears catalog yep the sears catalog exactly yes <laughs> yeah okay yes so anyway they had a set of polymer clay yeah <laughs> and um it was like a gift set so it had 30 colors in it or something it was yeah. really and i wanted this thing so badly so badly that my parents played a trick on me at Christmas and let me open all of my presents and this thing wasn't there. Oh. And then it surprised me with it later in the day after I'd already thought, oh, well, I must have not shown them how much I really wanted that thing because they didn't get it for me. Um, but they did get it for me and I loved oh. it. And yeah. I... Ever since then, I think I've always had polymer clay in my house. I love working with it. Yeah. Um, it's great. Mm. That's, I'm done. <laughs> All right, then. So thanks I mean, for listening sounds... to the Very Serious Crafts <laughs> podcast. Oh, uh... <laughs> that sounds way more fun than, well, I had Play-Doh. Um, oh, yeah, I like used to eat was, yeah. Play-Doh. 
Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) I was more of a paste gal, to tell you the truth. But um, I never did eat paste, but definitely Play-Doh. Play-Doh. Crayons. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. I I like to chew on them. I don't didn't swallow crayons. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> now we know where your cat gets it from. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, that was insensitive, but not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I um definitely as a teen, especially I loved working with um polymer clay, and I even did like I tried my hand at doing like the millefori work where you make canes oh my goodness have it. you ever that had success at that oh so i did have success cool. with it what? i made i made a sunflower design that that actually worked and i'm yeah. so impressed anytime i've ever tried to do that i've spent hours on it and then it just gets entirely smushed when i try and put the knife through it yeah oh, um my I, uh friend barbara who i used to co-host um craft social with was a polymer clay artist and it broke my brain <laughs> the things that she was able to make yeah i i don't know that i have any pieces left that i did the millefori with i just recently found a necklace that i made with I think it was just three colors that I sort of swirled together and made some different shapes of beads with. Um, and I still have that. It might make it into the show notes, actually, now yes. that I think about it. Amazing. Um, but I, oh, I, yeah. wish I, I wish I still had that, that sunflower that I did because it, it, it did. It felt like a triumph. Mm-hmm. Nothing, you know, not, not super fancy like a lot of stuff that you see, but... Um, but I made it. I made it work, and it didn't get very, very small. Uh, the the probably the smallest that I went with it was, uh, I don't know, three eighths of an inch. Yeah, that makes probably sense. about a, actually maybe like a centimeter is probably about mm-hmm. where we mm-hmm. where we landed. So anyway, um, yeah, I huh. I really do love working with polymer clay. Most I have of the time. done exactly one polymer clay project, and what was it? I apparently made faux turquoise polymer clay beads Mm -hmm. when that was a thing and it's the i was i just um put polymer clay into my blog because i couldn't remember if i had ever made anything with polymer clay (laughs) and the answer is yes i made quite a ridiculous bit of nonsense. And I think I must have written a tutorial. Well, why, 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 why would you make something if you weren't going to write a tutorial? That's exactly <laughs> right. It's just that I, it didn't come up when I searched for clay, <laughs> but I have since found it in a holiday gift guide. <laughs> Perfect. Well, there you go. Oh, wow. I think my, my most recent polymer clay project was a penguin that I made for cute. the Christmas tree. It was I'm... very cute. I'm so sorry that Jack is being a pain. It's Do fine. I, I, have, I have neighbors mowing the lawn, so there's nothing we can do about it. This is how we welcome our listeners into our everyday lives on this podcast. This is true. I don't think that I have the patience to need polymer clay. I think that, that is, is a, the issue. That is a big 
that is a big part of it. You and the freshness of the clay does make a difference. I will say, I have and not the brand yet... as well. Oh, definitely. On which brand you use? Yes, I used Sculpey. Mm, Sculpey for is my tutorial. My favorite brand. Um, Fimo tends to be very crumbly, or if you get the soft one, it's very sticky and a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Tricky. I have mm. not tried I've wanted to try some of the ones that they have now that are like there's I mean, I say now like as if it just came out, but these some of these have been out for years, but I just haven't tried them yet. But like the ones that make erasers or Yes. Oh, I haven't tried that. Like to oh. me that sound that sounds amazing. There was another one that somebody I didn't know that existed. That is dangerous information for me to have. Yeah, because that's pretty cool, right? And I just want to make a million black cats. And I want yeah. to know if the erasers work or if they're those kind of novelty erasers you used yeah. to get when you were a kid that actually they just ruin your work. Right. I have a tiny container of polymer clay black cats that I bought at the Bust Craftacular. Uh, <laughs> of course it, you do. It's like a, a little glass bottle filled with polymer clay black cats that are smaller than the end of my pinky finger oh that's so cute my experiences with polymer clay seem like it seems like i should have been more into it and i think i would have been as a kid if i had known about it mm -hmm. yeah. because i think what i like my the be-all end-all of art class when I was in elementary school was when we made things out of clay and our art teacher fired them in her kiln at yeah. home. And because I grew up in rural Michigan, of course the art teacher had a home kiln. Yeah. Um, but like that was the best. And I remember getting the fired pieces back and then picking the glazes with the glass colors and that was so much fun that I, I have often thought that I would like to do pottery. Oh, me too. But, yeah. But yes, I made a very, very quintessentially um, 90s item, which was... A leaf-shaped incense burner. Of course. Okay. Uh-huh. Because, oh, hi, Mr. Big Stuff. What you doing? You seem to have gotten up. A brief pause to care for Mr. Big Stuff. So. All right. Back to, um, uh, clay. Yeah, sculpting. clay. Yeah. So um, while you were away, we we briefly discussed that um, one of the great things about polymer clay is that it is appealing to all ages, you know, who would be interested in it, obviously, and is fairly accessible. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a nice it's a nice gateway yeah. clay. Like you can get fancy <laughs> tools and stuff, but right. you don't have to. Yeah. 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 And everybody knows what to do with it. You don't need like any instructions or tutorials. They're definitely you can use those things if you want to do a specific thing, but you can also be a kid and just get it out of the packet and you know what to do with it. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's an, an instinct to build, sort of like if you're faced with colorful blocks. Yes. You're going to build a tower yes. of some variety. And then knock with it down. With dubious. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That, exactly. Um, yeah, I guess I've never looked at, at uh, well, any of the clay materials as play before. Mm-hmm. I've always just looked at them as things I need to knock out for work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so now I'm kind of tempted to just get myself some. Well, I think the the sensory element is also like very nice. I think probably yeah. with with just about any kind of um clay sculpting molding material there's there's going to be a sensory element that um can be very pleasant i mean it can also be not pleasant but um <laughs> yeah depending on your preferences yes exactly <laughs> yes um like wet set clay i don't enjoy as much what on earth is wet set clay um well it's basically any clay that you like you work with it with you need it to have water with it. And then I guess it would air dry eventually, but it, it uses, you add water in while you're working with it. I think it's called wet set clay. Now I'm going to question myself here. I'm sorry to throw you off, but I'm... No, it's fine. I've never heard this phrase before. Okay, so it was a, it was a Crayola product that actually was called wet set clay. So I'm <laughs> not totally, totally off in what I was, what I was thinking. Oh. It's no longer available. Mm-hmm. So probably because people ate it. <laughs> it just I like I remember we had this like blue plastic IKEA tray that we used as our like clay tray in our house because it was so gunked up with the stuff from it, and I just it. I don't mind creative messes, but that particular variety of things just always felt like. Icky. I, yeah, it just felt yeah, I didn't like that. So mm-hmm. not a fan of that. Um mm. some air dry clays I'm okay with. Um, depending on what it is. But I know. wish I had known about air dry clays as a kid. Yeah. That would have been I think I would have been really into those. I was really into those. I was really yeah. into clay. Yeah, I clay kind and of expect things. All yeah, I expect that my mother didn't want me to know that I was existed. Um, as my mom is about as particular as I am about some things. Yeah. But uh, also, I was extremely particular and very neat. So I think it probably would have been okay. Mm-hmm. Um, have, have either of you worked with Model Magic Clay? Nope. Never heard of it. Googling no, it's, it right it's, now. It's similar to, um, oh, it's Suguru. Sugu, su, um, I don't know what it's called. I'm not su, sure. Suguru. It's, it's Suguru. Yeah. I have not worked with that, so I can't say for sure. Model Magic is, I believe, also a Crayola product, and it's like very like foam like. Like when it Ooh. hardens, it feels like foam. So it's really Ooh. lightweight and it's cool. Um, mm. It's come in colors. I don't know if you can still buy it in a bunch of different colors, but I think you, you can. can. So yeah, there you go. Oh, 
there's a variety pack for 20 bucks. Yeah, I'm looking I, at the very same one. I have to say, it's <laughs> it's very cool, and I'm gonna find. Um, I bet I still have it somewhere, but I'm gonna see if I can find it on my website because I once made what was basically it was intended to be like a little Jello mold guy out of out of this. So, um, all right, in the planning document, you can now click on a very old blog post from me. <laughs> Oh, that is cute. <laughs> that is cute. Oh, that is really, <laughs> that is an extremely Molly <laughs> object. Yeah, I took this, that I, is very I took this foam clay kind of stuff and I pressed into it. I think I used two beads for the eyes and a little like metal strip that I somehow had. And I pressed that in for the, for the mouth. Here's the downside to this particular type of clay. It picks up fuzz and lint really easily so if you oh, no. don't look closely at this uh at this piece because it's dis- aside from the fact that it's 2008 dark photography with a flash on my kitchen counter um it is it's a little fuzzy <laughs> nobody wants listen we've fuzzy been jello. There. <laughs> but that's like the polymer clay has the same issue i remember yeah. when i was doing um I think we talked about my model making animation diversion in a recent yes. episode. Yes, I think it was on the half stitched uh, episode. Um, so I did a lot of model making in art college in all different kinds of media, but I remember just going through packets and packets of baby wipes for cleaning my hands in between mm, changing yeah. colors, especially oh, yes. like when you're doing such intricate work with moving models faces and stuff and any yeah. tiny bit of fluff or dust on your hand is oh it was so that's a no for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> and my three cats in oh gosh under under 500 square feet yeah it yeah. could be tricky could be tricky yeah I mean, I feel like if you chose your colors carefully, you'd be all right, but maybe stick away from white and peach and pale colors. I don't think that's a problem for me. (laughs) But I would would highly recommend trying out Model Magic just for the the experience of it. Like, it's... It's so lightweight I'm going to make more tiny cats. You know, I think... No... No, they were polymer clay. But yeah, I'm I'm just going to make one million tiny gaps. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. I am really looking forward to making so many. Like, I think maybe I will just make tiny cats and randomly send them to people. I think that's a really delightful idea. <laughs> I like it. It would be fun. Like. If I ever try to relax, then I could be doing a visually productive thing that I could then send to people just for fun. Okay, I like that. This would be one of my mid-show purchases that would actually be fun. <laughs> it, it would be. It would be. Although I will say that the books that I got on the Quaker Tapestry are cool. Yeah, I um, sort of wish I'd ordered them too. 
Yeah, I might still I mean, do that. I might yeah. still need to do that. Um, yeah, I, maybe I'll give a tour of the three that I got. There are a lot of them. <laughs> um, but they're, and they're all different, the ones that I got. I think one's like an introduction to the thing. I would one hope that you've brought books that were all different. I'd be a little worried but if you I mean, three of the same. They aren't like... It's not like me buying a cemetery photography book and then another cemetery yeah, yeah. photography book. Um, so, and one of them Hypothetical has like example. techniques. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know what you're talking about, Katie. Uh, anyway, so they're cool. I should do a flip through on Instagram yes. at some point. Yes, you mm-hmm. should. Um, okay, all right. I'm I'm circling us back. I'm circling us back. Yes. All right. Get us back on track, Molly. <laughs> We're running <laughs> rampant. Um, all right. So I was going to ask you, have either of you ever, like, made your own clay? Like, specifically, the one that I have always wanted to try, but I still never have done, is a, it's a porcelain, a cold porcelain clay. You can make no, it. No, I've made like the salt dough. Yeah, it's right because like the salt dough clay is very cool for like making ornaments and stuff, but it can crack. I've heard sometimes this one will crack too, but it's. I I pulled up a recipe that I pinned to Pinterest like ages ago. It's cornstarch, glue, lemon juice. This one has some tempera paint in it, um, a little bit of mineral oil, and then you use cold cream to use while while kneading it i've never made this clay before but i have wanted to it makes like a a pure white clay i know it might be a horrible experience but i always think it's a good idea to the point of like i bought cold cream one time to do this. what is cold cream oh <laughs> Um, the stuff that in like the 40s and 50s women p- put on their faces and then wiped off with towels. It was like almost like a makeup remover, but yeah, it's lotion. It's, it's a lotion. Like a, it's a face lotion. Not it's my face lotion not my that world. you then wipe off. I, I don't know. Well, I never used why? it. That's why I bought it what? for this what? and then nothing. <laughs> I I don't know why. No. I I have also never had it. But Pons is the brand yeah. of that's uh, the one, uh, the legacy brand. Uh huh. <laughs> um, well, and I think Noxzema is technically was a cold cream. Could it be? started yeah. out as a cold cream? Uh, the the recipe that I had saved, uh, they used Nivea brand. Well, that's so, fancy. Yeah, I know. It's your French cold cream. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, it's always been on my list of things to make, but I have not, I have not yet tried it. Similarly, recently found a a recipe, well, I guess kind of, for, um, making crepe paper clay. What? Oh, cool. It's like a relative of paper mache, but not the same. Um, yeah, I don't think I even know what paper clay is like i've heard of it but i don't i don't think i know what it is yeah i mean it's clay but with like a paper base right i mean and and it does it kind of becomes paper as opposed 
to something with paper is the protein structure that um, binds. Uh, yeah, oh, I mean it acts mind. as the as the binder. I'm 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 <laughs> assuming in this case I'm gonna. That's speak what as forms if I know what the molecular bonds. Um, I uh, I think that the the recipe that I've m- looked at most recently it did have some. I think it had some flour in with it though too. Mm-hmm. They said it it definitely formed a a clay dough like a cookie dough feeling mixture. <laughs> Katie, <laughs> we're gonna lose Katie here. I I don't like face. all of these food <laughs> comparisons and no, I don't want to think about no, I I don't want to make my own clay. All right. Okay, but why um I mean I kind of do. I totally want to try the porcelain one with you. Um <laughs> and I would like to then try to ink it and then with the uh, blue fountain pen ink oh. um to make uh china patterns. Okay. Oh, like the blue yellow pattern. Yeah. Yeah. That would be very only, cool. you know, creepy things. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like. Have you seen? There's a line of yes, yeah. You know what it is, <laughs> right? Because Instagram, they they present because well, Instagram. But I've known about it for right, and it has like longer than that, like these fancy designs with like creatures eating other things and all kinds of yeah. Weird. It's it's I got a it. funny name. Yeah. It's uh yeah. I can't yeah. remember what it is. I will it, find. It's in amazing. Second, but it's amazing. But yes, yeah. um, it, for those of you who cannot read our minds, there is a brand of China that is right up my alley in that the designs are very beautiful, but when you look at them very closely, they are disturbing. Yes, they're amazing. Um, yes. But yeah, I, for the, the porcelain clay, I've often seen people who do like impressions in it with like lace doilies and mm-hmm. and other things like that and it's very cool for but what for what just to like what use to like work the texture into it and they'll use it to make either like little ornaments or small dishes like a you know like a jewelry bowl kind of a thing um okay. and they just press it in i mean they remove it they are just using it to make the impression in it but yeah that makes sense to me. I I have just purchased a 14 pack of model magic of for $12. You I don't think you will regret that purchase. I think you will enjoy that no, very it's much. It's like the the little sample size ones yep. of all the different colors. That's going to be perfect and for you. Yeah, I I'm kind of into it. I yeah, that'll do. I like it. Yeah, I when paper clay dries, does it have the consistency of paper? Sort of. Let me, I have some right here. Hold on. Oh, oh please. Perfect. Do show me. Perfect. Oh. That's a paper clay mushroom. It is a paper clay mushroom, which I have painted. Um, cool. And it's very lightweight. It's, it's not as lightweight as I was expecting, to be honest. Yeah. Well, that makes yeah. sense. I mean, wet paper is heavy. Yeah. That's... That's interesting. How, so this long is did dry. It, how long did it take for that to dry out? Days. Okay. Days. Wow. Because like, it's quite dense. I mean, yeah. it's all like solid inside there. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Hmm. 
have we have we other clay things to to discuss here because otherwise i think we've already like we have talked a lot about we have to favorite clay things i think that we should save any additional ones for the future future conversations yes all right sounds good maybe by then we will have tried out one of these recipes yes i would i only have inappropriate um paper mache and other sculpting all right. Answers. Yeah. So. Okay. Oh, cool. not what you're thinking, though, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, in a in a fine art sense yes. of things. Yes. All right. Not. Okay. All right. Let's okay. let's. We'll wrap it up. Stop here. me from. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Okay. I'm gonna bring us home. <laughs> right now. Perfect. <laughs> Did I just use a baseball metaphor? Nah. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Thanks for listening to the Very Serious Crafts podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Serious Crafts and on Facebook at Very Serious Crafts. You can also find show notes and all things Very Serious Crafts at VerySeriousCrafts.com. Mm-hmm. And finally, if you are a fan of the Very Serious Crafts podcast, please leave us a five-star review on whichever platform you use to listen to podcasts because good ratings help us show up in recommendations, which helps more people who love crafting find us. So, you know, be nice to that algorithm, folks. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, this is right. this is shaped up to be a oh, excellent gosh. episode. Um, I... I that hope. this is the first dad joke involving that I, is kind of impressive. I think we've we've modeled to our listeners the uh-huh. kinds of things that you can do with <laughs> with clay and um yes, I don't know. it's really coming into form, isn't it? It is. It is. <laughs> this is why you listen all, right. all the way to the end of the episode, friends. This is why. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I'm gonna call this. Good. All right. <laughs> Bye everyone. Bye. Bye.